Choir from Ukraine with Nasha Baba Nabazadi Bula, and that translates as Our Granny Was at the Bazaar. And uh, you just never know what kinds of things go on at a bazaar that Baba would be at. Vitayu vas vsichinovni radio sluchici na radio programu Naš Holos Radio Krinskoho Kurinja, kotrapodiacjevam na bahatomovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB u misti Vancouveri. Pri mikrofoni Pavlina Mokwari, djakuju što rišale prvuti zimnoju na stupnu hodenu. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you on AM 1320CHMB Vancouver. I'm Paula Demchuk Macquarie, Pokerinska Pavlina. Thank you so much for joining me for this special Mother's Day edition of Nash Holos. We'll be taking a bit of a trip down memory lane, or I'll be taking you on one with me. <laughs> we'll be uh, featuring Victor Sergeyev's, the late Victor Sergeyev's, uh, memoir about his Baba's sayings that he grew up with back during the Soviet era, and as well from my own personal past, a conversation with my own mom before she passed away a few years ago, and we'll be discussing a topic near and dear to most people's hearts, that quintessential Ukrainian food. We'll also have our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music, all in a Mother's Day theme, and it will, we started out with a song about Baba. And so we're going to be focusing on different kinds of mothers. And uh, we've got Cherim Shena from Montreal coming up now. And uh, this is a song from their album, Posteshkach Marie, Along Paths of a Dream. And it is called Naviska, Mother-in-Law. <laughs> Колись була дівка, як та руша, а нині не віс 
невестка, а нині невестка, маю мужа, маю мужа. А нині невестка, а нині невестка, маю мужа, маю мужа. Колись була дівка у квіточках, колись була дівка у квіточках. А нині невестка, а нині невестка на голові пустиночка. Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShochenkoFoundation.com. Every day, more Ukrainian soldiers are killed or wounded by Russian invaders. You can help wounded heroes by joining the Adopt-A-Soldier program of registered charity Ukraine War Amps. A small monthly donation goes very far for medical services and living expenses and creates a special bond between you and a wounded hero. 100% of your contribution goes to the soldier. Please, adopt a soldier today. Visit ukrainewaramps.ca or find us on Facebook. My Коли б дорогу знала ти сюди, пішла б одна. Глибокими снігами шукать мої заметені сліди. Чи перемогла та жаль тобі, дороги незнайомі, крім тих, що є, круг нашого села.
Montreal, which is where Chetam Shana hails from. This was Previt from their first city, Berech Nidi, Shores of Hope, and an original composition about Mama, Mamo. And coming up next, more Montreal talent, Lesia, and here she is with an original composition that her father composed for her mom. It's called Tvoi Ochi, Your Eyes. Чи моя 
from the Nasholos Audio Archives, narrated by Serhi Kaznadi of Toronto, one of Victor's vignettes, stories by the late Victor Sergeyev of Mykolaiv, Ukraine, a lover of the Ukrainian and English languages who left this earth much, much too soon. Baba is what I called my granny on my father's side. Or sometimes just simply, Ba. My Baba was an amazing woman. Her folk wisdom and wit still inspire me to this day, even though I didn't really even know her. I was only two years old when she died, so there were times growing up when I wondered if I invented her myself. But she definitely did exist. I know this because throughout my childhood years, my mom was in the habit of prefacing folk sayings with, as your Baba said. As a rule, in Ukrainian, the sayings rhymed and made great sense. Here are a few examples. Vmila hotuvate, tanivmila podovate. Good cooking, but poor presentation. Desheva rybka, pohana yushka. Cheap fish makes bad soup. Netak stalosya, jaghadalosya. Appearances can be deceiving. Shoshvitko robitsya, tokrive rodice. Haste makes waste. В чужих руках завше більше шматок. The neighbor's grass is always greener. За дурною головою і ногам нема спокою. A foolish head creates restless legs. Дай Боже нашому теляті вовка з'їсти. Please, Lord, allow our calf to eat a wolf. Не рибу плавати. Do not teach a fish to swim. Дальше очі, дальше серце. Out of sight, out of mind. During думкою багатіє. A foolish man creates wealth only in his mind. As a child, I was very proud to have such an astute and wise granny. As I grew older, of course, I realized that she was not in fact the actual author of these remarkable sayings. Still, Ukrainian proverbs always remind me of my granny. So the habit of adding as my Baba said, will last forever. The words of the late Viktor Sergeyev of Mykolaiv, Ukraine, narrated by Serhi Kaznadi of Toronto.
сорочка мамина сердцю мила, а сорочка мамина зігріває, я її до серденька привертаю, а сорочка мамина біла, біла, а сорочка мамина серцю мила. Ukrainian-Canadian jazz singer who recorded a CD in honor of her Ukrainian roots, and the CD is by that name, Ukrainian Roots, and that song was Mamina Sorochka, which means an embroidered shirt of mother's embroidered shirt. And embroidery does tend to figure in some Ukrainian songs about mothers, in particular this next one, which is really a classic. It's called Rydna Matemoya, also known as Rushnichok, and Rushnichok is a embroidered towel. And um, in Ukrainian tradition, towels aren't just things that you wipe dishes or yourself with <laughs> or your hair after you've had a shower. It is a very symbolic, and of course, a lot of work goes into hand embroidering, so they're quite treasured articles. And uh, this next song, Ridna uh, Matemoya, is a classic song in tribute of mother. And I've got uh, Ukrainian and uh, an English translation as well. So we've got, first of all, Lira. This is a group from Toronto from a CD they recorded just last year. And followed by Ludwig with his English translation, his own translation, uh, performing it. And uh, Ludwig, of course, that wild and crazy guy used to be the accordionist with the Ukrainians and now doing some very interesting solo stuff on his own as well as with his daughters. So here uh, now are those two renditions of Ridna Matemoya, first by Lira, followed by Ludwig. Субтитры 
очі, хороші плакітні твої. This is CHMB, AM 1320, Vancouver. So broken, 
this token of your motherly love, though you knew what was going to be. Sisek from her first CD and that was a song about a mother who tries to keep her daughter from attracting the wrong sort of man by sending her to fetch water but in the end mother's plans fail spectacularly and isn't that always the case. Well coming up next is Dunai from Toronto Ontario and this is a song about a girl who does not like any of her mother's 10 choices for a husband.
So, did you make pierogies when you were a little kid on the farm? Oh, yes. All the time. That you had them often for a meal? Oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, because that's almost a meal in itself. For a lot of people, it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, uh, you know, on the farm, uh, especially in the summertime, uh, you know, there's no fridges, no no freezers, no electricity, no nothing. So you have to have food, you know, without meat a lot. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, you so... You have a... very much meat, yeah, in the summertime because there's no place to keep it cold. But pierogies, it lasts for a day or well, two. Well, pierogies, well, they have ice uh, houses. Ah. So if we had to keep them, you know, for a day or so, we'd put them in an ice house or down the well, where the cold water was in a pail or something, and just put it down the well because it was cold. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, only for about a day or so, that's about it. Right. And then, well, a couple of days later, you make pierogies again. <laughs> <laughs> An ongoing process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had them quite often. So, but you, this was um, a sort of a secret, um, yeah. a, a, a not very well-kept secret that every family had. Well, uh, I don't know if everybody else did what we did. I mean, the mom, my mom was, she was a program maker. She was good. <laughs> and I don't know if everybody else did that. I don't know what the neighbors did or anything else. Probably too, but I just don't know. But you told me that you don't didn't like other people to know that you were making them. Well, that's right. My mom didn't because, well, you know, when they moved into Canada, it was all occupied by English people and and French. Well, it all depends where you came, where you got settled. But uh, there was the poor people that came from Ukraine were considered just poor people. So, but. That's why we sort of kept away from everybody. That's what Mom was saying, anyways. But they did get jobs with English. That's how they learned to speak English. Mm. My mom, at 13, you know, she was 13 years old when they came uh, over, and uh, well, there was no. She didn't go to school here because she couldn't speak English. But she worked for English people, and she learned how to speak English. Mm-hmm. Just babysitting and cleaning house and stuff like this mm-hmm. on the farm, yeah. And so when she got married and went to the farm, they settled in so uh, Lake. You know, the like the government gave them uh, for a dollar a quarter section of land. Wow. They 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 settled in so Lake, but it was all bush. She said they gave us an axe, a saw and the hammer and put us in this bush all you could see was up so they had to clear all the bush to build a shack for themselves and you know with cut down trees with logs and and then they plastered them with with uh, uh, mud with dirt and water and you know and and that's that's where they lived for a while no fiberglass insulation or cedar shake (laughs) (laughs) yeah so, uh, and that's the story she was telling us. I mean, I, she was only 13, but she still remembers mm-hmm. all, all that. And she we just missed her beautiful Ukraine. Yeah. She was always talking about it. But you were born and grew up here, so you had a oh, yeah. oh, different yeah. life. Well, yeah. Yeah. So on, on the farm, um, with pierogi making was not something that you talked to your neighbors about or... Let no, on about. no, no, this, it was all different than it is now. There was not hardly any communication. Sure, neighbors, you know, would visit each other and help each other with something, but there was no communication like there is now. Because everybody was very busy with their farm. Everything was done by hand, not now like machinery and everything, you know. It, it was different. <laughs> no yeah, life. no, yeah, no Skype calls. No, no it's, it's a different life back, you know, once this 60, 70 years ago. Yeah. But you were saying that uh, you would, if somebody would come to the door and you were making pierogies, you'd hide them. Oh, it's not only that. Uh, yeah, that's what mom would do. You know, if the dog was barking that somebody was coming and we were making pierogies, she'd hide them, put, you know, wrap them up in the towel that they were sitting on and in the cupboard. <laughs> so nobody would see that we were making pierogies, yeah. 
I don't know why she felt that way, but that's what she did. And now, you know, you can't make enough of them. <laughs> people, people like them. <laughs> no kidding. I was up till two in the morning <laughs> making some to bring in <laughs> today because there everybody was, was asking for pierogies. And I just, yeah. I, I felt bad that I'd come in empty handed. So, because <laughs> talk about them so much. So I, rem- I remember when I was growing up, we, you know, often had pet a hand. We called them pet a hand, not pet pierogies. Yeah, yeah. So those days. Yeah. Some call them Varanike and, and, uh, but like, in our, I don't know, there's so many different languages in Ukraine. <laughs> different Dialects, yeah. People, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and did you call them Pirohe. Did you hear the term Varanike when you were growing up? No. Yeah. I, I think that's Polish maybe or something like that. No, no, actually the, uh, what the linguist will tell you is Pirohe is actually Polish from, from, oh. from Polish Pierogi and uh, the, Proper Ukrainian way. Now, this would be, you know, literary Ukrainian, but the proper word is varenike because uh, oh, varenike so. comes from varete, which means to boil, right? And oh, so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, gee, I see. I don't know all that story. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a much more recent story than your story about making them and shoving them in the closet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Lot, that's 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 a, that's a story for our generation to to tell our grandkids. Um, but I do remember when we were. I have a very clear memory, I don't know why, the only time of pierogies is when we were living in Viking, Alberta. Mm-hmm. And you made them often because times were very tough there. We were living in that little house and yeah. all crammed crammed into there. And and uh, and you often made pet a half for supper. That's right. Yeah. And uh, we, I would be talking with my, um, my junior high friends and they'd be talking about what they're having for supper. Uh, I'm having shepherd's pie or I'm having pork chops or whatever, and what are you having? Pet-a-ha. What's pet a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And I felt so like such an such an odd duck and such an oddball because nobody knew what pet a were. Yeah. And then I'd, I'd be kind of embarrassed about that. And uh, one time a friend came over, a, uh, an Irish girl, remember? And she said, oh, we are, we're having shepherd's pie. I don't want that. Can I come and have your pet a Really? And... And yeah, <laughs> at least I think this is a long time ago, so I think that, but I, I, I think she came and tasted them and liked them, but I was always embarrassed because it was, you know, nobody knew what it was and exactly, we, had, yeah. we had them so often, yeah. but, um, but now, I mean, you know, people look at me and, it would, you know, jaws would drop and tell that story because, you know, yeah. how can you, how can you not think the pierogies are the biggest treat in the world? So, yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like I say it's such a different world now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times sure change, yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah. And before, you know, when all these uh, German and Ukrainian and Polish immigrants came, there was a lot of discri- discrimination. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. so you know, well, I, people sort of kept to themselves. Yeah, yeah. I I felt it too, actually, growing yeah. like yeah. like that pet hair thing, but. But yeah. by that by that time it was getting a lot better. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. And now it's it's crazy. Um, the pierogies yeah. are part of the mainstream Canadian culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Honestly, it's, I, I, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You've often said, if only Mom would she could see this. That's right. Yeah. She wouldn't believe. She would be speechless. <laughs> Honestly, you know, there's you know there's different kind of pierogies in the stores and everything, but everybody says that they're not they're not that great. They're no they're no good. <laughs> so I don't know how they make them. That so they so don't. Well, somebody everything's made by machine now, so I guess there's a lot yeah. of things. <laughs> yeah, get along uh, with. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So you miss you miss being at the deli. I sure do. Uh, you know, it's, but then I, I can't I can't work now. My fingers don't work. Nothing works. No. So I can't do anything now. So now you have stories to share. Well, well, and then I think about these stories, and I can't believe what <laughs> <laughs> what became of all that. You know, from you selling a few pierogies out of the garage, and look at now, it's a great big business. Yeah. 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 So, but people all, and all started with with pierogies and what would Baba think if she could see now? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, she wouldn't believe it either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's an interesting story about pierogies, and here on Vancouver Island, it's uh, I, I think a lot of people would 
you know, have no idea um, of, of the history of pierogies in Canada. <laughs> they came from very, very humble beginnings, very literally speaking. Yeah. And, and yeah. now, and now they're. Um, I think I've seen pierogi poutine. Yeah. I've I've seen pierogi burgers. Burgers. Yeah, per, a pierogi. Yeah, it was a pierogi burger. I should be taking notes now every time I go into a restaurant and see some pierogi concoction yeah. on the menu. But uh, it's um, it's pretty pierogi pizza, and then of course all all different kinds of pierogies on very many menus over here on Vancouver Island. So, well, that's good, Mom. Thanks so much for sharing the story of of pierogies and life on the on the farm back in the day. No, it was different then. Like I keep telling everybody, she's a different world now from where I when I grew up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you got the cell phones and the iPads and the iPhones and all this kind of stuff. And oh gosh, we didn't even have. I said, I told like to everybody else here. You know, I grew up didn't even have a phone on the farm. Your <laughs> <laughs> cell phone or anything? No, nothing. Yeah, like it's just an absolutely different world now. Anyways, we still have pierogies around. Uh, doesn't look like they're going to be disappearing anytime soon. So, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> so, thanks for sharing that, Mom, and hopefully we'll see you out here in the island. So, so say hello to the listeners in Nanaimo and whoever's listening on the internet. Oh yeah, well, hello everybody. <laughs> <laughs> say something in Ukrainian. Say. <laughs> well, it's the stuff was class now. Okay. After Easter, it's still. For Easter, Novus Kras. And uh, say goodbye in Ukrainian. For the Pabachi. Okay. Thank you.
He had a woman on his arm and they looked so content. I asked him what the secret was that made his life so nice. He said, my Ukrainian grandmother gave me some great advice. She said, if you like her brogies, she'll like your kubasa. Listen up, you little doggies, it's a universal law. Cause some like buns, some cabbage rolls, some even like coleslaw. But if you like her brogies, she'll like your kubasa. Now some men think that all it takes is a fancy car. Some men think that money will make up for who they are. Some men think it's flowers and chocolates and you'll score. But if they listen to their grandmother, they'd all come back for more. Cause you can read of Mars and Venus, you can even pass the test. But if you're lucky enough to be Ukrainian, Baba knows best. She says if you like her pierogies, she'll like your kubasa. Listen up, you little doggies. It's a universal law. Some like buns, some cabbage rolls, some even like coleslaw. But if you like her pierogies, she'll like your kubasa. Everybody now, you like her pierogies, she'll like your kubasa. Listen up, you little doggies. It's a universal law. Some like buns, some cabbage rolls, some even like coleslaw. But if you like her pierogies, she'll like your kubasa. And of all the advice that you could be taking, you can like them flavor sour cream or the bacon, and you like your kubasa. Girl on his arm, and the next day, next time she saw him, he had another girl. From Saskatchewan, that was Connie Calder with her pierogies. And before her, Kalena from Winnipeg with a song about a guy who had to choose between a beautiful girl and a bowl of pierogies. And our proverb of the week translates as a mother's advice is bound to bring good fortune. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. Just a reminder that the Nanaimo edition of Nasholos can be heard in the Vancouver listening area on CHLY 101.7 FM. If you miss the on-air or live stream broadcast, the podcast link is available at our website, www.nasholos.com. Well, our time is about up, so to take us to the end of our program, the Playboy Band from Edmonton, and uh, another song about a mother's advice and love, Kazala Menimatia. I'm Pavlina, on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320, thanks for listening, and Dobranich! <laughs>
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.